podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. All you have to do is pick the over-under on two or more players, then you're set in 60 seconds or less. You can win up to 10 times your money. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Hi, welcome along to the Invincibles podcast. You will notice immediately that we are remote this week because a couple of our guys, unfortunately, have tested positive for the dreaded COVID. And um, so we've had to do it remotely today. Uh, But we got Lee. I hope you're fit and well, mate. Oh, yeah, fitting well, fitting well. Uh, still still not uh, over the week, uh, the week. What a terrible week that's been, isn't it? Like? But, yeah, um, other than that, all good, all good. Terrible week. Couple of my, as I said, a couple of my guys getting COVID. Yeah. And then on top of that, you know what I mean, an awful performance. Um, if, actually, since we did the last podcast, we, that was actually before the Man United one. Now, yeah. that was kind of bad, and we were all sort of disappointed and... But it was a close game, settled on a penalty decision, um, which was a penalty. Yeah. However, the one on Monday against Everton was quite a horrific defeat. Now, speaking to some of the guys, I mean, I went to the game. Speaking to some of the guys at the studio, um, apparently there was a couple of them actually fearful um, for their health after the stream finished, the way you was storming around so angry <laughs> is what i heard i saw your videos i could see that you obviously were not happy and i i and actually how you reacted to that is exactly how i felt as well it was really badly yeah it's really bad I, 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 listen i'm one of these people like you know get it all out there and then and then move on like but i, I found it very very difficult i was angry i just look you can go on about the result and everything like that it, I was just angry with everything. The, the reaction of the players after the defeat against Man United. I, I expected a reaction. I expected some sort of performance. And it, we just didn't even get a performance from it. It wasn't even... It, it was a poor, poor game. You know, um, didn't deserve anything from it. Everton, let's face it, we're all, I, I, you know, obviously now a few Everton fans, now, they were on their knees. They, you know, it, if you want to go to an away game, and get three points. That was it. They were there for the taking. It was just really turn up, put in a performance, and you beat them. Mm. And what made it even worse is that as bad as they've been, Everton, they was kicked in the face twice by the VAR, and they still got up, dusted themselves down, and still beat us. Yeah. I, I think that tells you a lot about this current squad manager and everything about, about us, admit, worrying. Very worrying, and yeah, I, I was I was very very angry afterwards, and um, you know I feel, I feel let down all the time. Do you know I've got no enthusiasm about going on Saturday um, because you know what's going to come, Rob. You know you're going to win a few games, and this is going to happen again. You know, funny enough, you're talking about that with the Everton thing, right? And I was saying we did a stream yesterday, and I said to the guys on that that my mate Baz, who's a big Everton fan, does Toffee TV, always very nice about Arsenal, always sometimes saying to me, 
on many occasions saying to me, oh, you guys are a bit too harsh on yourselves. You know what I mean? Arsenal are a good club. But he said to me that that was the worst performance he'd seen from an away team at Goodison this season. That's what he said. Now, I'm like, how can it be the worst when we had so much to gain? You know what I mean? When, when, when you look at it, right? Like you said, first of all, let's put, put it all together like this. First of all, let's see a reaction to the defeat against Man United. That's number one. That's what the manager would have been hoping for. Secondly, like you said, Everton on their knees at the moment, in the mud. You know what I mean? Their, their fans in the, in, in the last game they played were calling for the manager's head, the board's head, everybody's head, right? Thirdly, at the weekend, Tottenham had won. Man United had won. West Ham had won. All the teams sort of in and around, if we're saying we're trying to go for the top four, yeah. all those teams had won. How many more incentives do you need? And for me to then turn up and put in such a flat, dead, insipid performance like that was absolutely unforgivable. We didn't start playing until they equalised. Yeah, so it went 1-1. One, one. Yeah. As soon as it went 1-1, one, one, we started playing and then we created chances, which, by the way, yeah. Yeah. some of the chances we missed in that game as well. I mean, the Eddie and Ketcher one, uh, 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 which would have made it 2-1. We would have been yeah. back in, in front. But you're just like, why has it taken that? Why has it taken that to wake you up? I, I, I was shocked by that performance, even though we've seen them many times down the years. I was utterly shocked when you consider how much was on the line. Yeah, and you're right. That, that is the problem. You know, all of those things you said, who is it down to? You know, you can look at the players um, and, and you've got to look at the manager as well, the system, the setup, and everything. Yeah. What is more as worrying as well for me, Robbie, is that how lacquered we looked, how really jaded we looked. We ain't playing in Europe. You know, some, someone said, oh, it'd be great. <clears throat> I think, you know, everybody's sort of saying, oh, it'd be good to have a season out of Europe because we can. Yeah, and coach, can we're gonna have rests and things like that? I look at it there. We've got players can't last ninety minutes, having to come off. Um, you know, people crying out for Tierney to come back in the side. What's the point of putting in Tierney if he can only last sixty minutes? What what, what is the point of that? Um, you, you're saying the team can can be like without Europe. Surely there's more time for the team to be coached and trained on, on, on the train ground. I don't see it, Robbie. I don't yeah. see any improvement from what, I, what I'm seeing. <clears throat> a disappointment for me is, as you said, you didn't start playing. White, we, we got beaten by, by the goal because Ben White come out 40 yards, drove the ball, lost the ball, and then got caught out, and we was caught on the counter. He never done that once until it was 1-1, until two minutes to go from the end. Why aren't he doing that when we're 1-0 up? And, and if it does go wrong, you've got time to recover from it. You know, the, 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 um, the negativity and cautiousness of this team and, uh, under, under the manager is unbelievable. And also, Robbie, we're still conceding goals. I wouldn't mind it when people say, we're, we're, we're losing our attacking cohesion and attacking policies and players and whatever. You've got players like Smith-Rowe, Saka... Abamyang even chasing back, getting back into, into blocks of five and four. For what? We're still conceding two, two goals against Everton, three goals at Man United, four goals at Liverpool. 
it's just not working. It's just not working. And when you see that sort of performance after what, all what you've just said, it's, it's a massive, massive worry for me. Massive worry. Yeah, I think, you know what, I agree with you. The style of play at the moment is really worrying me. I mean, I, I don't know what it is. It's negative. The players, I mean, one thing we've been used to over the years as Arsenal fans is an attacking style of football. Mm. And at the moment, we don't attack. You know what I mean? We, 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 we just pass the ball around. We have a lot of possession, but there's, there doesn't seem to be any intent in our passing. Um, it sort of came back a bit. We, I, I remember the game that we had Leicester away. We started off that game yeah. attacking intent in their face, quick, aggressive. What's happened to that? This Everton in the mud. Yeah. And we're just passively passing the ball around and trying to, oh, you come on to us. What do you mean you come on to us? Go and attack these guys. These guys are, you know, this is where you've got to be ruthless. These guys are in trouble. But as I said, we are like Father Christmas. We turned up there bearing gifts. Yeah. Attack them. Attack them. Get at them. And this is what, you know, we have to start looking at the manager. And I, I've said this a lot of times that, you know, there's been, there's been games over the past few weeks where I've given him very high ratings. And people are like, oh, Robbie, you're, you're, now, you're, now you're changing your mind. I'm saying, listen, if he does well, if he's doing the business, I'm going to give him all the credit he deserves. And there's been some games like Leicester away where he deserved all the credit. That was a great performance. But I'm sorry, when I see the last few performances, right, and I, I, I have to then start getting on to him. And as I said, in particular, the Everton one is the one that's really got me. The, the Man United one, listen, it's Man United. They've got a lot of quality. Mm. The Everton one, come on, man. What better time could you have to play a team? You could see, right? I don't know if, you, obviously, you were back at the studio, Lee. I was at the stadium. You know what Goodison's like. You've been there many a time. That place is normally jumping, atmospheric. Yeah. It was dead. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Apart from the Arsenal fans, only noise being made was by the Arsenal fans until Everton scored. Right? We let them off the hook. They were Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. All you have to do is pick the over-under on two or more players, then you're set in 60 seconds or less. You can win up to 10 times your money. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Talking about walking out after 27 minutes. These are fans that have had nothing to cheer about. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, we... <laughs> it, it, exactly. and that, that, that is the thing, like, they were there for the taking, like, you know. And, and I, I get the point of getting the Man United game. I, I really do. As disappointing it was, was, you could look at it and go, do you know what? We threw it away, but there were good things in that. We, we yeah. you know, six or seven corners, early doors, you know. Um, and it doesn't matter how well you play against Man United uh, or bad as you play. They have got world-class players in their team that can make make a difference. Mm. And that's what happened at the end of the day. Ronaldo, uh, Fernandez made, made a difference. And so when you walk away, you're frustrated. <clears throat> but I thought, well, we, 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 did, we give it a go. 
we did drop back. We know we made mistakes, which are our own fault. Then they go to the game against Everton, as you say. They're without their best striker. They're also without their backup striker in London, like you know. What I mean, so all the the things are there, like you know, right? Let's go at it and go for it. And and now now it worries me. In a couple of weeks' time, we've got to go to Leeds, and they've got their we've got Bamford back. You know what I mean, like uh, uh, and. What if if we continue to keep going down this path, we are not going to win away games. What was the most frustrating thing for me about the Man United game is when we went 1-0 up, playing them off the park, we then sat back and waited for 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 the for what for I don't know what for them to to whatever. Against Everton, we we started like that. As you said, <clears throat> Ben White picked the ball up in the first minute and he put his foot on the ball at centre half. I'm fed up with him doing that, Robbie. Yeah, well, it's an instruction, obviously, isn't it? Yeah, wait for him to come on and then, yeah. like, move the ball. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't, uh, you know, if, you, if, if you're a, a manager of any ilk, you're going to just turn around and say, let him have it. Let him do that. See what he wants to do. And, but what, what that, within that first minute of a game, it sets a pattern of going, what are you doing? Push yeah, it slow forward. and it's slow. Yeah. And it's it, slow. It you like, you're not really convinced that you can win this game by doing your own tactics, you know. Now, I look at it and I, and I really, this is the thing that really gets me about Mikel. When Mikel Arteta was winning games of football and we was winning, all the, everybody that wants Mikel to do well, and I get that and I'm not having a go at him like, Mikel, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. As soon as we lose a game, it's the players' fault. It's the players. Not, 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 not coming on, on his doorstep like, you know. And I really have to say this about him. These are his players now. That back five that he has constructed is his own. If you, apart from Tierney, like you know, but but hopefully that's his. So if that's your back five that you feel is going to go forward and all that, why are you protecting it with putting Saka in to protect the fullback, uh, Smith Rowe to protect the fullback, two central defenders to to, to protect the central <coughs> defenders? Why are you doing that? You know, let it flourish, believe in it, push it forward and, and, and see how it goes. But he's far, far too cautious. And I don't like that about him. It's the one thing that I, I, I don't like, but I've always said that about Mikel. He is too cool. He's more afraid to lose a game than win a game. And I don't like that about a manager. And that the, is stats, the stats speak for itself. How many, yeah. look yeah. how little we create in comparison to all the other teams in, in the Premier League. We, we create very little and we've got, a lot of attacking players, despite the fact that, yeah, I know some of them ain't on form and stuff like that, but I never saw any balls sort of being played up or with any intent to say a Lacazette in that game. You know what I mean? I never, you know, we, we can talk all we want about his old up play or whatever, but give the guy a chance at least. You know what I mean? I never saw nothing being, and, and as I said, it was so slow. And like you said, that little tactic that we got of, holding the ball and waiting. I was watching a game last night, Bayern Munich against Barcelona, yeah? Right? They didn't even need to win the game, Bayern. They've already qualified. The ruthlessness of which they played with, the speed, the way they moved the ball, there weren't even fans in the stadium. I, I, I didn't see them getting the ball and holding onto it. Yeah, come and get us. They're on it. They're like Barcelona, we know that you guys are in problems right now and we're putting you to the sword. Oh, we're, that's, we're how, gonna... that's how we should have been playing on Monday. Yeah, ruthless. And they didn't even have, they didn't even have anything to lose by them because they're already qualified. 
Yeah. And they still said, you know what? It was obvious that they said, you know what? We're going for their neck. We're going to be... They had no sympathy for Barcelona whatsoever. But yet still us, who had so much to play for in that game. Negative football. And then we got to talk about some of the decisions. I couldn't believe when I saw Eddie and Ketia coming on. Now, I know that after the game, he was um, talking about how many chances Eddie created. And he did create a chance for Aubameyang at the end. Aubameyang again, awful form of this guy. How he puts that wide, I don't know. But the chance that fell to Eddie, where he's about a yard out and heads it against the post. He's got to score that. If you make the big decision to bring him on in front of, a, say, a Pepe, then he has to deliver, and he didn't. Yeah. And, and you know, it, listen, fine, fine margins, isn't it? If, um, if it goes in, you know, Mikel is like a hero. Oh, what, what a good move it was and everything like that. But it didn't. And that was, that was Eddie, Eddie's Arsenal career right there. Not right there in that moment. If he scores that goal, I think he would have probably be in the starting lineup against Southampton, and who knows? But now, you know that that's that's it, it, it gone. And you can blame Eddie as much as you like for it, but at the end of the day, I, and I, you know, I thought he'd done okay when he came on, but ultimately, the manager has brought him on in front. You know, what's Pepe thinking at this moment in time? You know, um, so yeah, people want to leave. <laughs> Yeah, I want to leave. I'll have an argument with people. People, people will say, well, well, Pepe should be in the team. So I, my argument is, right, OK. So who are you going to drop then? Saka or are you going to drop Smith-Rowe? Because they've been the two players that have been there. Or, or, and then Martinelli's coming. So you, mm. you're not going to do that. But when, you, when you're bringing on a player that's been playing up front um, in a, into a wide position, you, you've then you've got an argument. And the, the, other, the other case scenario is, is it, Robbie? And I'll, I've said it and I'll say it again. Eddie played really well against Leeds, scored a goal in that um, League Cup game. The next game, he was not even in the squad. Wasn't even in the squad, hasn't been in the squad. He then goes and tells Mikel, I'm not signing a new contract, that's it. Like, he's got minutes. It's not right, you know, it's, it's, the club's not being managed properly on and off the field, as far as I'm concerned. And it all starts with the manager. You know, um, why can't he get a tune out of um, Pepe? Why? Why can't he get a tune out of Aubameyang? Tell me the role. And I, party. Part, party, another one. Like, you know, uh, don't get me started on him at the moment. Like, you know. <laughs> um, I'll define it, put it in the comments. If that, please uh, tell me what was Lacazette's role on, on that game on Monday night. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't, I don't know, know what it was. Four times the ball whisked through from, from good crosses in the uh, which went across from Tierney in the second half over um, uh, a six-yard box. I looked back on it because I've watched the game back. Lacazette's on the on the 18-yard box. He's not even, you know, he's supposed to be our point of attack. I, I don't understand what his role was. And, and, and how poor was Lacazette in that game? So when you look at it, how poor has Aubameyang been in that position? So is it the player? Or is it the system that's not helping the player? I, I've been saying for a while, Lee, listen, don't get me wrong, they have been poor. Yeah. <laughs> right? They've been poor, right? Because it's proven at the end of that game that chance that, uh, that Aubameyang missed, he's got, a, he's got a score. An on-form Aubameyang, that's meat and drink, that's gone, right? But I certainly have said this before, and I'll say it again, 
we do not create enough chances for our strikers. No, I agree. So they'll get like one chance a game. And if they don't take it, we're on their case, right? Strikers need three, four chances a game. It's not an easy thing to score goals, right? So you need to create things for them. And we've got enough players in that team. When I look throughout that team now, I think to myself, there's a real lack of excuses now for Mikel Arteta. You can't turn around to me and say that team's no good. There's some good players in that team. Yeah. But they're not performing. And if they're not performing, we have to look at the manager, right? Because you selected them and you need to get the best out of them. Thomas Partey, awful at the moment. At the start of the season, I was thinking, wow, this is good. He was playing all right. He's been awful at the moment. Abamyang, awful at the moment. Lacazette past few games. You know what I mean? And just, as I said, I'll just go back to the style. I'm not liking the style at the moment. I just like, it's not very, worried. very, very worrying. And, you know, top four now, I just look at it and I think, a few weeks ago, I was like, I the where loose change makes something of itself deal. Because only at McDonald's can a stop at the toll booth turn into an, an impromptu breakfast stop. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? It's hard to beat any size McCafe iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. But pairing it with the new cheese danish is a good way to try. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. I was watching back um, the, the show that we did last week. And you, you know, quite rightly said, you know, you know, we beat Man United and get a positive result against Everton. We could be right in it. Yeah. If, we, if we'd have won those two, we're serious. We win those last two. We're right in it. I mean, serious contenders for top four. And now it's just been a complete reality check. And everyone's going to say, well, we're just not good enough. But hold on. I look at that West Ham team. Are they really 100%. player for player better Definitely for us? Not. No, they're I not. I think there's a lot of players they've got that, you know, I'd love to have in our team, like a Declan Rice. And, but when I look throughout their team, there'd probably be a couple, a few players I'd take. Yeah, it's quite an even even match, I'd say. And I'd say you probably argue that we've got more quality in our team on paper. But they're not performing. They're not performing, man. And, and, and the style of play, the way I saw West Ham play against Chelsea, in comparison to what I saw the other night, is shocking. Shocking yeah. the difference. And it uh, shouldn't be. And, and, and you, you're spot on what you're saying here. I don't like doing I don't like doing it. And I don't really, you know, when they do right, you're playing Man United, oh, what would be the best 11 out of the two teams and all that. Right? But if you look at in, 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 in the context, over the last couple of seasons, we've struggled with two or three players to get into Man United's team, Tottenham's team or whatever like that. Now I look at it, and you can't say that, you know what I mean? No. Like, um, you know, for instance, at West Ham, you know, Fabianski's not, 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 not on a patch on Ramsdale. So you'd say that, mm. like, Tommy Asu now is an upgrade on Bellerin. Ben White is an upgrade on Mustafi. Mm. So this team should and likely to improve. And I'm not buying into this thing, oh, sixth or seventh and all that. Like, you know, Arsenal should be challenging for top four. Now, at the beginning of this season, I would have turned around and said, you know, like realistically, fifth is the best we can hope for because of Man United. But Man United have got problems. I don't care what anybody says. You know, even in the Champions League yesterday, they're struggling. You know, couldn't beat the young boys, struggling. 
Um, and that's that's a team when people go, oh, they've already qualified. That's a team with squad of players that are trying to impress a new manager. So don't don't be buying into it that oh, that's that. Man United are not as good as what everybody is saying they are. Like you know, so there's a chance. But what we do is we, you know. I, I, I look at it and I think, you know, with with Smith Rowe and, and Saka, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're better than West Ham's wider players. You know, you know, Declan Rice would walk into our team. Of course he would, like, you know, I mean, um, uh, and Antonio, I think, would at, at this moment in time. But ultimately, there isn't that many. But what I watch when I watch West Ham, and I don't care what anybody says. Now, would we have took David Moyes? No. But when I watch watch West Ham, I see them being coached. I see them with a plan. I see, you know, when they beat Chelsea the other day, it was constructed how to beat Chelsea. There was, it wasn't a fluke. They knew what to do. They 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 they, they looked at a few Chelsea weaknesses and exposed them. I don't see that with Arsenal. I don't I, I don't see that with 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 Mikel doing things like that. Look you know, at, look, yeah. Look at the look at the forward play in that game of a player like Jared Bowen. Jared Bowen's a player who come from a whole city. Yeah, and look Good at the player. forward player. Look at how he's playing, right? In comparison to some of our players, star-studded players, some of them, right? It's how we are playing. Now, that that game on Monday showed me that. You know what I mean? Mikel Arteta has to take a lot of the blame for that because you put a team out there, and for them to be that flat and that dead after knowing what they needed to do, I have to start looking at the manager and saying, "Are you getting them motivated? Are you getting them up for it?" Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And that is the problem. That is the problem. You know, you're looking for a reaction after games to, you know, um, you know, like you lose to Liverpool. You've got a reaction against uh, Newcastle, but it's expected because you're at home. But like, yeah. you, you know, that f- four days are, you know, don't forget, Robbie, also, we had an extra day off to, to, to other teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, Man United were playing Sunday and, and, and things like that. Um, or oh, Evan played that, uh, the day before in the Merseyside derby and got got pounded but they they got a, a reaction from you know the reaction from it from from us was worrying you know you need to have a reaction and that, that, that does sometimes come down to the manager i'm fed up also with um oh well this you know the assistant doesn't suit a bamiang the assistant the system doesn't suit so and so 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 find a system then because that's part of your job to mm. get the best out of the players that you've got available. Mm. So when people turn around and say, oh, we need to get a proper centre-forward in January, we need to get a proper um, uh, centre-forward in, in the summer, well, what are you doing then on the coaching field then? You, you yeah. are a coach as well. You're not, just, this. you're not just, you know, if, if that's your case, going to shocks and shares and being in a market and all, all things like that. You've got to coach players and make them better. Um, and, and and if you look at it, we are we are not in, players are not improving from that. So this mm. thing about oh we ain't not got a proper centre forward, we ain't got this and we ain't got that. Improvise, get something in that, that, that make your better players star. But was what I'm saying, Lee. Even if you've got the best striker up front, Lewandowski's up front, right? The difference is he might get that one chance and take it. I get that. But Lewandowski wants service. He wants chances. He needs to get the best out of those players. You need to create. You need to build a team that's going to create chances. Chances And at the moment, the way we play, game in, game out, we don't create enough chances. We slow down the play too much. 
we got this style of, right, we're going to play out from the back and bring teams right onto us, right? How about us going out in some games and taking it to teams? And that was the perfect opportunity um, at, the, uh, at the weekend. And I think, you know, at, sorry, on Monday, and I think at the weekend, going into the game against Southampton, I mean, the next three games, I think, for Mike, Mikel Arteta are big games. Southampton at home, West Ham at home, Leeds away. I think he has to win all three. Yeah, he does. He does. But do you think he will? I don't think that he will. I'm not confident. No, Even I'm that Southampton confident. game won't be an easy game. They, you ah, know what I mean? no. Southampton, Southampton are a team. They'll come. They won't just sit back. They'll have a go at Arsenal. Right? They will have a go at Arsenal. West Ham... At this moment in time, let's be real, they're better than us. Yeah. Right? So unless we step our game up, we, we won't get nothing out of that. And they won't come to they won't come to the Emirates with any fear. And then of course, you know, leads away, like you said, Banford's back, Rafinha's back. It's not like the the leads that played Tottenham the other day. The, the the big guns are back. And we've seen what we've been like away this season. Yeah. We've been awful. Write them off. Right. Oh, listen, I wouldn't be surprised if we get another one point from these three games. I wouldn't be well, surprised. You know, if he gets one point from these three games, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't we, be surprised. We were discussing this yesterday. We did a stream, Lee, right? And we were talking about the process. And I, I raised this question, and I don't know if you know the answer to it. What's the end date of the process? <laughs> I, I want to know because I, I don't know that's what I asked yesterday so what normally if you say to somebody right I want you to trust this process that I put in place you set a target so my target is to win the league or to challenge for the league in the next three seasons and then in that time trust the process we're going to do it in a different way we're going to bring in young players we're going to do blah 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 all I'm hearing is trust the process. I'm not hearing what's the end date. Yeah. What's the pathway? What? What process? So I, I, I need answers for that. I don't know about you. Yeah. Because I, at I, the I, moment, at the moment, I'm finding it difficult to trust anything. You know, because you know, at the moment, this board they're about as trustworthy as Boris Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't trust anything at the moment. I need. I. I wanna. I wanna hear some end dates for. For. for I want more specifics on this process. I wanna get behind the manager. I certainly. I know you was very angry the other night, and many others were. I certainly wouldn't be sacking him. I. I'd be looking at it and I'd be giving him till the end of the season. But my target. For, I'd be setting him clear targets, which I would have said at the start of this season. The minimum I expect is the top six. However, to how this season's been playing out, I want to see Arsenal, I'd call him Mikel in and I'd say, I want to see you challenging for that top four spot this season because it's up for grabs. And if he doesn't achieve that, then we have to change. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Listen, everybody's angry after the game and when you lose a game of football, you, you, you attack. I, I do anyway. Like, do you know what I mean? I blame the players, I blame the management. When you sit back and, and, and assess it, you have to, you're a little bit more different a couple of days later. But for me... What... When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frames. Hey mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. 
Hon, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, classes start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a vision center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. You've got his people turning around and saying, like, I'll give him another five games. But I look at it, 15 games gone, seven wins, six, draw, uh, six losses. And that, that's the problem. Why are you going to give him another five games and then after that, another five games and another five games and whatever? And, and that is my problem with it at the moment. Like, I look at the, the first 15 games and, and, and the point for me is after 15 games, you really know where you're going to be in the league. That's how you've basically played most of the teams now. So that tells you what you are. We're still seventh in the league. Nothing's, nothing's improving. I look at last season, Rob. This time last season, we was on our knees last season with this manager. Mm. We was, you know, but we, you know, he turned it around. He gave it the fight, won a few games. Then if you look back at it, lost to Villarreal, lost a few games, brings in his new players. It's still the same. And, and I, I don't trust, you know, when you say trust the process, I don't trust the process no more. When does it end? It's never going to end because you, you're very... It's very clever saying a process, isn't it? Because a process yeah. never ends. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean, you, if, you, if you're going to tell me about a process and you want me to trust it, I need to know the specifics. I need to know, as I said, what is the end date? How long does this process last? Is it every, 10 years, five, three? What is it? Because if you set a process and you say, right, I expect to win the league within the next five years, and you can clearly see that under this manager, that's not going to happen. Then you need to make adjustments to that process. At the moment, I'm finding it very difficult to trust it because, like you said, it's like it's like I think someone's described it as before as like a roundabout. You you seem yeah. to be turning a corner and then you're back again, and you're around a corner, then you. That's what seemed to be happening. And personally, I'm gonna I I will judge him at the end of the season. I don't think. Um, at the moment, I couldn't even see if you sacked him. What manager would you get in right now? Whoever comes in next has to be the right appointment. It has to be. But at the moment, it's not convincing. It's not convincing. I don't think he's an awful manager, but I'm just thinking to myself, is he going to be the one to get us back to where we want to be? Robert, and, 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 and if that's the case, what? how long is the process of waiting? As you as you rightly said there, he might be a good coach, but he's not the coach for Arsenal. He's not going to be. I'll tell you that now, right? As much as I've wanted it to work for him, like you know, and I get everybody wanted to get behind him and everything like that, it is not going to work. Are we going to get into top four this season? Not under this manager. Are we ever going to win the league under this manager? No. Are we going to win it under another manager? I don't know. But at this moment in time, the way things are going, we are a mid-table team with a set of players that are a lot better than that. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. I don't. Yeah. Aubameyang, right, is at this moment in time, the biggest down on a player other than Harry Kane. Them two players have just dropped so, so much. It's unreal. One of them has dropped for obvious reasons. He don't want to be there no more. The other one has signed a new contract and, and getting loads of money. And it's got nothing to do with the contract, why he's not doing it. There's something not right in, in that, that way. Why, why, why has Aubameyang gone off the scale so much? Now, with Harry Kane, I can understand it because of what's gone on. So I can, I can say, well, you know, it ain't the manager's fault. You know what I mean? I don't want to be there. What is the reasons 
for this with Aubameyang because he is a shadow mm. of the player he was, Robbie. An absolute shadow. If we'd have signed him this season, right, he'd be worse than William. You know what I mean? We'd be criticising him left, right and centre. The reason that people, you know, like Laurie, your brother, like, you know, very, very supportive and all that. And I get that because he's what he's done for us in the past. He's, he's been absolutely fantastic. What 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 is wrong with him? And who is that down to? You know, and I, I think it's laziness from fans to just turn around and say, oh, it's the contracts. You know mm. what I mean? They'd rather blame a contract that he signed than, than looking at the, the, the manager or anything from that like, you know. I want to know what's gone wrong with him. You know, if it is an age thing, it, it, it is, is that, then... All right, maybe it is. He's lost his legs now. So why are you making him Don't run? Look, look, he's lost his legs though, does he? That's what I'm saying. So why make him run 40, 50 yards? Um, I, just, I, I just think with him, listen, he, regardless, we don't create enough, but even when we've created, he's not been sharp enough. I, I don't know what's gone with it, wrong with him. But all I know for the forward players in Arsenal's team right now, you almost feel a bit sorry for them. You know, they're not getting no. Where's, where's the. Uh, Where's the service to them? Because you create things for them. Like what happened in the last game when, you know, brilliant by Tommy Asu creates that chance. Not even a, not even an open chance. A kind of half stroke three quarters chance for Martinelli. He puts it away. Yeah. Create chances for these guys. Create four, five, six chances for these guys. And they will. They have got the qualities to do. But when you're not creating anything, you know, I'll tell you what, that's, a great, that's a great point that you make there. Martinelli's been really, really lively, been one of our best players. He got the goal against um, Newcastle. He had a chance against Man United. What other chances has he had? No, nothing. The other night, he's having to try and do everything himself. You know, everything. You, 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 know you, you watched the game the other night, Everton. I thought he was one of the few players who could hold his head up. But he had to be trying to do it all himself. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, tell me when you saw a few balls being played through to him that he could run onto and even cause problems. It, I mean, nothing. And this whole slow business from the back is slow. Nah, mm. Let's oh. have a pattern of play. When, when, do you see us, when do you see our midfield players sort of breaking the lines and things like that? Don't no, do we that. Don't. 100% we don't. And, when and that's... Do you, when, when, you know, because it's so slow. So by the time they get the ball... And, and it, they slow it down as well. By the time they go to play it, every, the teams are back in a... You know, Rafa Benitez, that's one of the things he's known for. He's got everybody back in a structure. You can't break it down. You've got to move the ball quick. Yeah. You've got to play with a bit of aggression. Where was that on Monday night? It was simply shocking. Eye-opening. And I think the, Mikel Arteta, if you're going to restore the, the faith back in the fans, he needs to have... I don't think it's just... I think he needs to win the next three games. I think I want to see a performance as well. Yeah, he's got, he's got to be I want a to see. I want to see... Um, um, you know, against West Ham, I want to see a performance. Mm. I want to see a performance, man. I don't want to just see you there. We just nicked it. Time to start seeing some performances from this team and from Mikel Arteta's teams. Because at the moment, for, for somebody who was under Guardiola, you're like, I don't really see no Guardiola-style football. No, and, and the, that's just a great point. The other thing is, you, you, we're not being, you know, we're not, listen, you're not being entertained either. 
no. the majority of the games have been quite dull and boring, but you, you've you accepted them because we, we've won games. As, so you think like, and it's like, oh, well, it was more important to, we're kidding ourselves, aren't we really? Like, yeah. I've said it a few times on, on, on fan games, <laughs> like, it's more important to get the result. More important we get the result. I actually said against seven, it was more important that we get the result than the performance. But basically, because you know you're not going to get the performance. So you're, you're hoping for the result, you know. The performances have not been great. I look at things like the Man United game, just as we bring out. Martinelli went through with about 20 minutes to go. He ran 50 yards and he only had a Bamiyang to go. With. When I look at Everton the other night, when they, they sprung us on the, on the counter-attack, when Wobi had the chance, they got four options. Four. Four options. We've got one. Flood um, the box, right? That's another reason. That's, that's another thing. Great point, Lee. You, you see other teams, right? If you, the, the classic ones are like Liverpool, City... You see them, they flood the box. Even United, when they're in full flow, once they're on the attack, they'll flood the box. Sometimes you like see like four players in there. That's when you're going to get a shout. We'll, 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 we'll get the ball forward. It's just two guys there. Like you said the other night, Tierney, a couple of times, put this wicked delivery in. There's no, no one, one there. No one in the box. No, no one. in the box. That's yeah. got to come. If, 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 if you see a one-off game, you think, well... The players. But if it's game after game after yeah, game, brilliant you have got to start looking at it and say, no, nah, that's instructions. Yeah, that's a brilliant point. That is, that is a brilliant point. And the other thing you can't put it down to, Robbie, is tiredness or that one game nah. a week they're having. So, tiredness. you know, these players should be able to get up and down the field and all that. Like, no you know? tiredness. There's no tiredness. There's no excuses. No tiredness. We're not even suffering this badly from injuries this season. No, you know what I mean, you know what I mean, we're not suffering. You know, I mean, even you know the other night, Jacker's back. We, we, we don't. We're kind of injury-free, touch wood, yeah. at the moment. The only person who was out was Smith Rowe. So I'm, I'm just looking on it and I'm saying, we do not. We got to start creating more. We got to start. He's got to start making these players be freer. You know, and and, and he's showing. And and this and weekend, Lee Southampton at home is a must-win. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frames. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hon, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. I think if we were to lose that game, there'd be a lot of discontent around. It's a must-win game. And I'll tell you what's going to be, be more, it's just as important as the game, is that lineup when it comes out. Because if Smith Rowe's available, who's he going to leave out? You know, because he better not be leaving Martinelli out. Well, I'll tell you that now. No. You know, I know that he got cramp um, on, um, on Monday night. Uh, but, you know, he's had two games in four days. But ultimately, the reason he's got cramp is because he's not had enough, enough football, in my opinion. But um, so you know, he's got yeah. to start, 100% got to start. But who, who would you, you know, Smith Rowe, if he's fit's got to come back in. So who are you going to leave out? Well, you know, at the moment in time is if we don't play with a certain style, it doesn't matter. That's how I'm looking on it. You know, I even see us getting linked to all these players, Juan Alden on loan in, in January, Renato Sanchez. It makes no difference if we're going to play this style of football. We've no. got to change how we play. The football's got to, you know what I mean? We, he's got to change it up now. He needs to stop being so fearful and having a go. And that up Monday was criminal. 
because you never are you going to have a better chance going away to a team to really have a go at them than what we had the other night. And I think he blew it. He absolutely blew it. Absolutely. And, and the other thing is, Robbie, you talk about a process and everything. Now, we're 15 games into the season. He doesn't know what his best team is. You know what I mean? Like one week, one, he plays El Nini against Man United and then he's bringing Shaka back after months of, of being there, Laconga, Maitland-Niles, man of the match performance against Newcastle, not kicked a ball since. Yeah. There's, too, there's too many um, question marks over everything about him at this moment in time. And it's not me having a game. I've wanted it. Re- I, you, you know, I, I, I've been slagged off but for... You know, like saying about the free hit thing. You know, that's trying to give him a bit of, bit of. You know, we we, we know we shouldn't be doing that really. But ultimately, you're trying to make excuses to keep him to get. But but ultimately, I'm, I'm running out of excuses for him now. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. That was the final straw for me on on um, on Monday. Not just the result is the way that we went about it, the way we played the game, the setup, the team tactics. I, I'm worried. It, it's like. It's like it's like a scatter gun, isn't it? Like you know what I mean. I, he's, there's no constructiveness to it. Like oh, I chuck him in, it might work. Yeah, chuck him in. You know, it's signs of desperation in my book now. Like and signs of desperation, Robbie, from a manager that really isn't under any pressure. Yeah, well, that's, and that's, it comes back to what I'm saying when I talk about the process. What's the end date of yeah. it? Because he doesn't seem to be under any pressure. To me, he should be under pressure now. It should be like the pressure. I'm not. I'm not saying knee jerk. You know, next few games. But I'm saying, Mikhail, this season, this is what we want. If not, it doesn't seem yeah, like but, it's under that type of pressure. Uh, and that's it. And I don't think. Listen, you know, if you're saying the minimum of top six, top six, you know, uh, at the end of the season. That then then come out and say it because I don't. You know, I don't think that Arsenal. Football club. If you're saying like you know the worst scenario you can get is six. If you, if you get under, if say if you get seventh, you're going to get sacked. I don't. I don't think that's a bad thing for a, for a manager yeah. Arsenal football club to say. You've got and all that. Like yeah, exactly. That's generous. And I and I look at it now and I think like you know, uh, Tottenham. We was five points in front of Spurs when he when Conte took over. If Spurs win their game in hand. They're five points in front of us. So, in the time that Conte's been here, it's a 10-point swing. You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that is not, you know... And he hasn't even been pulling up trees yet. Let's no, be real. No. He hasn't even been pulling up trees yet, and still they've gone above us. But, and but, as I said, and, and the other thing that's worrying for me, Lee, is what I see with this Arsenal team on a regular is that as soon as the pressure is on, and expectation um, is risen. And this is why another reason why I think they don't want to talk about the end date of the process and that. Because as soon as that expectation is risen, that's when we fought her. Yeah. When the pressure's off, when, like, you know, we lost the first three games, we were under the radar, everyone kind of written us off, we quietly were going about our business and getting wins. As soon as people started to look at it and say, well, hold on a minute, hey, let's have a look at Arsenal, you know what? Yeah. Two points off the top four. If they can go and get a go and get a win at United or even a draw and a win at Everton, yeah, we might have to start talking about Arsenal as a top four candidates. As soon as that pressure came, fell apart. Yeah, and and and, and fell uh, apart. That's a great point. And I always look at what other what other teams say and everything like that. And you know, I, I come in on um, on Tuesday for work. Paul was a West Ham fan. 
there's always said, oh, you're always having a go at Mikel, you Arsenal fans, blah, 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 blah. He actually sat down with him a cup of coffee and he said, I think you need a new manager. Yeah. And when, when other teams are saying that, you know, like Spurs fan come in, you know what I mean? Oh, Mikel's doing a great job. You know what I mean? When they start <laughs> saying that, you know, you know what, you know, it's true, isn't it? Like, you know what I mean? Did yeah. we, I'm gutted when Nuno left Spurs, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day. And I'm gutted that Ollie's left, left Manchester United. Why? These are the same things now for us. And, and, and it is right, you know. That was a... Uh, we was, under the, we was under, under the limelight a little bit where with pressure. Right, what can Arsenal do? This, this could push us into the top four or get us close to the top floor. Capitulated on and off the field with decisions making and everything like that. And I agree with you, like, you know, once the pressure's on this football club, mm. we melt. We melt. Well, let's see how they handle the pressure this week. As I said, two games coming up in quick succession. Southampton followed by uh, West Ham next week, Wednesday. Predictions times. Lee, let's uh, get into those. Um, first of all, let's just talk about last week. Uh, yeah. Or maybe we shouldn't even bother, but um, <laughs> we, we, we all seem to be, uh, you know, well, there was two Arsenal games in those predictions. And for our, you know, both of us, back, we're back in Arsenal. We flopped in both of those. They need to go through the scores. Then there was a West Ham-Chelsea. You went for a 1-1, actually. Yeah, I felt that West Ham would do something. Yeah, I went 2-1 Chelsea, of course, West Ham winning that game. And Wolves versus Liverpool. You said 3-0 Liverpool. I said 2-1. I said it'd be a close game. It was actually 1-0. Yeah, it was close. So, uh, level, level after this week. Um, that was the first week. You're winning, of course, two months to nil at the moment. I really yeah. this month. Right, let's get into it. Arsenal versus Southampton. Who are you going to go first? Me this time or you? Go on, go ahead. Let me write them down. I, 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 I think it's going to be um, an awful game. <laughs> I really do. I think it's going to be like a bit like what it was like the Norwich game and, and, and things like that. And I'm just going to go, I just think that because we're at home, and, I, and the only reason that I'm saying it, if we was at home, I'd be putting down a Southampton win. I really would. If we was away, you mean? Yeah, if we was away, yeah. If we yeah. was away, I would be putting down, I, I, you know, that's how I am at the moment. Like, yeah. you know, but I think we'll nick it 1-0. 1-0. I think we'll nick it 2... 2-0. 2-0. I don't know why. I'm kind of, I kind of feel like you, man. It's just like... Uh, it's depressing, man. Yeah. Um, Manchester City versus Wolves. So you go first. Yeah. Um, Wolves did all right last week. Yeah. Um, but I think, and again, if I remember rightly, they don't do badly against City, but I can't see them winning. It's not at Manchester City. Uh, City lost during the week, of course. In the Champions League, I don't think not very usual they lose twice in a week. Um, two nil again. I'm going City. <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna have to go three then. Three nil then, like Three nil City. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, here's an interesting one. Um, Crystal Palace versus Everton. Everton, of course, who beat us. Palace have been, I think they've lost their last three games. Yeah. Need to get back on track. Sort of the scenarios turned around this time for Everton. They got the situation like what we got where they got to play a team that's been on a bit of bad form. Palace didn't, 
Palace again, if they'd have took their chance last week against United, they would have went one nil up. Yeah, yeah. Missed I, it, I, I, go down the other end. That's when you know. And, I, and this is what I'm saying. I, I look at Patrick Vieira, right, mm. and, and saying like, you know, I, I, I would get him in. You know, I'll, I'll take Patrick over Mikel all day long because at the end of the day, he hasn't got the players that yeah. we've got to finish off those chances. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if he was playing the way he was playing, I could see us thriving. I really could, like, you know what I mean? It'd be, mm. It's entertaining. I like what they see. I, I don't think Everton are that good at whatever. For me, Palace will win this game 2-1, but I, I, I think maybe even more. But I'm going to go 2-1 on the cautious side. Uh, I'm going to go for a draw. I think, you know, after that, I think after that game the other day, that's given a lot of hope to Everton. Um, I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Um, and the last game, Norwich versus Man. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frames. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hun, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. Manchester United. That's a difficult one. Norwich at home. Lost their last game, but they've had a few yeah. positive results recently. You go first, isn't it? That's it. Um, <coughs> yeah, lost 3 0 at Tottenham, though. United. 3 1. 3 1 United. 3 1. I've got, I'm going to go 2 1 United. 2 1. Yeah. Now, see, there's a difference, isn't it? Like, when we play them in a couple of weeks, I'll probably say the way things are, to me, the best we can hope for is a draw. But there yeah, we're playing Man United. <laughs> That's it, man. Hoping for a draw against bloody Norwich. That's yeah. where we are at the moment. Listen. We are at the moment, like, you know what I mean? So, it's, uh, it's, it's not good, you know what I mean? So, um, Oh, boy. Well, Lee, thanks very much, mate. No worries. No um, hopefully worries. we'll be back in the studio COVID-free, um, in a COVID-free environment next week. Um, get well soon to my guys. Yeah, um, I wish them all well. Yeah, let's hope for a win this week. I mean, we certainly need it to lift the doom and gloom of the last couple of games. Um, Arsenal really, really need a lot of pressure now. Pressure is on Mikel Arteta. Excuses are running out. Yeah. Win is central this week. Um, guys, don't forget you can download this podcast on all the normal formats. Um, don't forget to subscribe as well here to AFTV. And we'll see you again next week. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit tennisample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hun, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. 
Find a vision center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. Sports Social Podcast Network.